Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Masterminds Podcast. Each episode, we invite extraordinary guests who are masters of their craft, they're innovators, entrepreneurs, and of course, motorcycle enthusiasts who have made their mark in the world. They share their stories, insights, and hard-earned wisdom, giving you a front row seat to the strategies and experiences that shape their successes. So sit back, grab a drink, and get ready for an exhilarating ride as we dive deep into the minds of these exceptional individuals. Along the way, we'll uncover powerful strategies, gain fresh perspectives, and explore the limitless possibilities of what it takes to be an American mastermind. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Masterminds Podcast. I'm your host, Topher Sheeler. I am joined by my co-host, Mr. Rob Adams. What up, what up? We got Alec Langdon up on the soundboard. There's his hand. <laughs> and to ladies and gentlemen, we have a very special guest for you this evening. Uh, I guess it's not this evening. This is our first morning podcast. It's a morning podcast. Morning <laughs> podcast. Wake up, wake up and go. Here we go. We have Master David Garvey from Karate Riverton. Rob, this might be the first podcast we're going to have to actually watch what we're, what we're saying. Watch your mouth, brother. <laughs> watch your mouth. You know, um, something you say every time uh, there, Topher, is that we have a very special guest. And something I've really liked about the American Masterminds is we've every time it's a very it's special, special guest. guest. <laughs> but I'm, ex- I'm exceptionally excited to have Dave on the our Master Garvey on the uh, podcast today because, um, number one, I admire you so much on so many levels um, in life with your family and your spouse and your fitness and your your art. And I say art uh, because this this guy, watching him do making the moves, doing the karate is really, it's inspiring. And so yeah. glad to have you on the podcast. Let's start from the beginning. What do you say? You got it. Let's do it. <clears throat> so you're a young man. You're sitting at home eating gummy bears. <laughs> and you're like... I should do karate. Is that how it went? Actually, so the funny part is it didn't go like that. I actually, um, I was the kind of kid in uh, junior high school that had the braces, big old glasses, and, you know, I got called middle face, middle mouth, uh, four eyes, windshield wipers. Yeah, and I was getting picked on a little bit. And I had, there were some few kids that would, you know, give me the punch everyday love. So it was more bullying yeah, than even a just bit pe- boiling. Yeah. I, so here you're being bullied and you're like, I got to do something about this. Yeah. And I, so I was like, you know what? I don't want to be the victim anymore. And so I started doing martial arts and started building up my confidence. And I, I was sitting there and <clears throat> looking at this, this kid that was always, always the, the bully, you know, he thought he was a tough dude of the, the class and, uh, got enough confidence to stand up to him. And that's, that was the best part when I stood up to him and I'm just like, this is enough. I need you to stop. And I, I've been doing martial arts. <clears throat> Excuse me. I've been doing martial arts for probably, you know, a couple, maybe six months, eight months. And that's where I got the confidence. I'm like, I'm going to stand up to this kid. And all of a sudden, I just looked at him. Um, we uh, just stopped. Just said, this is enough. And that was the day he, uh, him and me started respecting each other. And uh, it just went from there. And that's when he just said, I, I, I had the confidence to just look at him going, I will, I'm going to knock you out if you don't knock it off. And he, he was like, holy cow, this kid actually respects now and like believes in himself. So that's where I started. Then it just went from there. <laughs> and so here we are, we're moving the clock forward. You, um, you get into it, you're learning about it. You're feeling the confidence. Um, what was your training like? Like, tell me something about your journey along the, the road of training. <laughs> So, okay, so I, the journey, like, I, so I started with this company, uh, United Studios Self-Defense, and I, 
I loved I uh, before excuse me let me go back a little more I used to have a, a a gentleman um I don't remember his last name his first name was JD and I have total respect for this guy um and he um used to come to my basement and he would teach me and my brothers and a couple friends in our my basement of uh, and he would come every Saturday well I think uh, eventually it's like that was a lot of hard work for him to do that he wasn't charging a lot he was, he was fun. He taught me the basics, the fundamentals of martial arts, and that's what made it fun for me. So eventually he goes, hey, I'm going to be stopping. I won't be ta- teaching karate anymore. And I wanted to go somewhere else, so I found United Studios. I rode my bike by one day. I'm like, I'm going to go in there and try it. And uh, I did one class. One of my good friends was doing it with me, uh, was doing it already, and that's what made, really pushed me, and then I just signed up, and I've been doing it ever since. Uh, I started probably when I was 13 years old at United Studios, and I've been just doing it since, and it was, it's been a best thing I've ever done. Well, so. really formed your life. Right? You've told me about some adventures. You've gone to China. Yes. How many yeah. times have you traveled there? Oh, China. I've been there. I went to China because I wanted to uh, – my company goes, we're going to go see the Shell Monks of China. And these guys, the, I think, to me – top-notch world's mar- best martial artist the in, the world, in the world yeah. mm-hmm. huh. and what makes them so good <clears throat> you know what they get a train i wish i could do it they get a train seven days a week as many hours as they can and it's just fun because the the spiritual feeling you get there it's been around for hundreds and hundreds of years and they dedicate their life to doing the martial arts it's like you know like basketball here or uh, in America, but that's sort of the big thing there is martial arts. And it's just neat to see how these guys move. They're probably the fastest people I've ever seen move, and it's just impressive. So I, when I go there and train and I get to see it, it was a, one of the best honors in the world too. It's also their mental makeup. Those oh guys are Those guys are kind of – they're on a different level. Oh, my gosh. They, they, they break still over their heads. Yeah. They can put uh, – Like no pain. Yeah. They, they just do stuff I'm like – inhuman you're like how in the heck and it's neat it's really neat to see it and you're just like they they believe they can go further past and i'm like defy the law of gravity almost it's like they run across the wall and you're like what the heck how did they run across that wall wow but it's they can do it how is it spiritual you use that word i find that word fascinating in a in a physical discipline so part of martial arts is uh meditation and it's calming the body and we, even though we don't do a lot of it in martial arts, you do a little meditation at the very beginning where we sit down and um, <clears throat> uh, we, we sit down and just close our eyes, breathe in, breathe out. You, you focus the mind. Well, when you go to the, the place spiritual, like in China, they, they have this, these sacred rooms that have been around for hundreds of years. And uh, there's this one room, what really was spiritual, is there's a training room that the Shaolin monks train in. And... Uh, they, they trained so hard, there was like these little divots in the ground from stomping so hard on the ground. It was amazing. And I got to be in this room because now it's like a tourist kind of place too. But I gotta, they let us walk through this room. And, you know, we got to feel, we got to train a little bit, stomping these little things that have been stomped thousands and thousands of times. So there's birds up in the rafters, and you're like, oh, my gosh, it's just amazing feeling. Huh. It, it, was, it was just you could feel the energy of all these monks past monks that have been there it's amazing so that was that's why i say spiritual because that's just feeling the the energy from these past trainers so so when you're in there and you're uh you're doing this training i mean you're you've now been doing karate for 10 15 years when you're going over to china obviously you're 
you're very committed to the art. Um, you're stepping in there. Do you feel like you're kind of back rookie level again when you go in and see these oh, guys? I, you know, that's the one thing I've always loved about martial arts. So I love having someone like a master that knows quite a bit of martial arts above me too. I had this master, uh, my master's like, will show me a new t a way of doing it. And uh, same kind of drills, but different ways of doing it. So I'm always learning. I always want to get, I uh, feel like I'm growing. Uh, I'm not a Mr. Know-it-all. I won't ever say that because there's so much to learn. One of my masters goes, if, if you learned everything about the martial arts, it would take you almost three to four lifetimes wow. to understand what you're actually really doing. And it was really neat because there's always room to grow. And it's so. interesting there's so many disciplines in martial arts. Like if you really master using your hands, well, there's a sword. And then there's mm -hmm. even a fan. There's yep. a, they've got a rope. There's, you can use these. Uh, they've got the shaft or what do you call that? The bow, rod? Bow staff. The bow staff. Yep. Um, all of these different things are, it's its own rabbit hole. And you can dive into these holes and go forever learning how to better. Mm. This one thing. This oh, one yeah. thing. Yeah. I, I go into his, um, into the dojo. I signed up for karate, not to deviate, but um, there's a gal there that's soothing the fan and she does a sword. And um, I'm just like, what? And I look over on the wall. I'm like, there's all, I don't even know what most of those things are. What are they? You know? And so I really admire the fact that um as an art you can choose your you know if you uh, are you like acrylics do you are you an oil painter or do you like pencils or pen like there's so many modalities in karate where if someone says karate you're like oh uh, no no it's it's endless oh yeah it's oh crazy. yeah where up are we standing up are we are we on the ground or are we, yeah. what's, we what's going on yeah, yeah. There, there's so much like i said to learn there's so much because it, and, it's endless and even further than that, karate, in my mind, and please, I've, I've got my own questions. We'll get no, there after we get away. there. Ask. I love, I love <laughs> But this. the other thing that I really, I really like about karate, I didn't do martial arts growing up. I played baseball, okay? So I was doing other stuff. I didn't find martial arts until I was done playing baseball. I wish I would have started with that. Because to me, karate, the first phase, kids' karate, is more of the discipline and how your body moves. And it's teaching... I, I, Learn this, step one, step so, two, yeah. step three. It's not really fighting at the young age, right? It's coordination. Coordination. Um, that's when I, when I see these kids get coordination drills. Like I have kids that will do soccer and baseball on the side too. And I, I, they can say, hey, I actually use this. Like I learned how to be more coordinated because of martial arts. So it's not just martial arts. You actually learn how to coordinate the whole body. Yeah, you learn where your feet are at. That exactly. You learn where your hands how are at. How to move faster, how to be lighter on the feet. It, that's what martial arts is about, is helping in all areas. And it's a structure and mm -hmm. discipline. It's, yeah. a, it, it's more than just these techniques. Yeah. It's, it's bringing them in. It's the structure, working them through, and you graduate that's up processes. Right my eyes now. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's take a quick pause. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, ladies and gentlemen, we're back <laughs> for that short commercial break. Sorry about the sun in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we were talking about um, you traveling to China. Where else have you traveled in your uh, in your education? You know, so uh, United States was uh, basically started on the East Coast. They moved to the West Coast over into California, and then that's when I basically signed up with them. And uh, like I said, I, I used to travel to California every other month and uh, go train with my masters down there. And I still very good friends with my masters down there and everything too. Um, so, but I just don't go as much now. Family, you know, family, sure. wife <laughs> takes time. So, but I, I, I used to go to California all the time and just train with my masters. We'd get a big old group together and just work out. So here's the thing I'm, I'm thinking about. Like we've been doing it for, you said 25 years. You've been 
training, teaching, learning, growing in the yeah. art. Mm-hmm. Um, what's what else? I, and I know you said three lifetimes, but like, what are you doing? Like, what is what is your goal? Like, if I load up and I head somewhere to a conference to learn more about my industry, like, I have to have a specific or an intention. Otherwise, I'm it's it's just gonna hang out with some friends. And yep. what are you still learning? Like, what's what do you you know? Where are you going with this? So let's say here the martial arts steps. You got uh, a white belt step or a black belt steps. You know, and then it goes up degrees as higher. You know, you can go up to ten three black belt. Um, white belt, you're learning the fundamental of the basics. You're, you're like block punch, but how do you make that block punch uh, more efficient? Cause you got someone that's attacking you aggressively going block punch. Isn't going to do it. You're going to be too slow. So to learn how to go, Hey, I need a sidestep and then do block punch. Now, the, now as you get higher and higher, you don't just do block punch. Then you put them together. Then it goes block punch same time. Okay. Sometimes you punch before you block. <laughs> So learning the timing of different angles or different like um, levels of the martial arts, that's how you get the that's the skill difference of like okay I learned it as a white belt but now how do I change it so I'm a higher understanding of the martial arts. So applying applying the basics, mm-hmm. refining the basics, always mm-hmm. refining, and smoothing them out. Okay, yep, and that's how it works. All right, so uh, let me ask you this. Now we've uh, you've traveled, you've you've uh, you've opened up, and I know you had several different dojos across the mm-hmm. um, the area, and you've you're so you're a businessman, you're you're an artist, you're doing all these different things. Here we are in Riverton, which is, you know, it's a it's a pretty well. We're doing okay out there. There's not a lot of, you know, bullying, I guess. Or it, are you seeing uh, that with the it's kids? It's actually, you know what? I'm gonna be honest. I if you go off that kind of bullying, I. I have my uh, things. I, <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I wish schools would actually let martial arts in. Yeah. Schools should actually should be a sport. It should actually be a sport. You like know what? PE. It, 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 yeah. They let football. They let wrestling. To be honest, those are more violent than even martial arts is. Yeah. And uh, the way I look at it is if, and it, let's go back. Uh, let's go back to uh, let's say ch- uh, Japan. Martial arts is part of the system. And how would it be if all of a sudden you're getting bullied? And you're all being trained, but people learn different, have different skill levels, different, like sure. they don't learn Oh, they could learn the same thing, but this person might know how to apply it better than this person. This person might know how to time it better than that person. Yeah. So imagine if all of a sudden you go, you're getting bullied and this kid goes, Oh, I'm being bullied. All right, let's fight them. You don't know their skill level. You don't know their skill level now. But the, the assumption is that everyone has a skill. That's level. That's the point. Now everyone has a skill level. So you don't know. But, okay, instead of going, okay, let's just, we need to stop bullying. What happens if we, these kids were confident enough going, hey, I do know how to fight. Yeah. I do know. That's why I think. There has to be assumption. There would be the assumption that they know something. <laughs> yeah. Instead and of going. Might, they might be better than me. I might be bigger, but. Well, and I think it's even, take it one step further. What you learn in martial arts is you, there's somebody out there that can kick your ass. Yes. There's always, always. someone better. And there's so the always. humbling mm-hmm. that comes from it. You take the the lower level of, of, of kids fighting with kids, yeah. the teacher in the class is going to be able to take care of you. And yeah. you learn that. And so it humbles you. The jujitsu is one of the, uh, yeah. jujitsu is one of the most humbling experiences I've ever had. There are people that can kick your ass and they're this big around. Yep. I've been strangled out by a little girl oh, yeah. all the time. You learn that stuff. And then it prevents That's fights and bullying exactly, from happening. They believe they can do it. Now I know, I know what to do. Right. So th- when you say bowling, I, that's where I, I, I might go a little bit against school systems. I'm going to be honest. I don't like how they're doing it. 
Well, let's let's talk about the fitness aspect of it. Like mm-hmm. what what um, you know, I enjoy I enjoyed picking up and putting down heavy. Oh my gosh, yeah. It's something that really does for me. However, I'm not getting the cardio that I need or the stretching or the um I am my well you said it. Where's my hands? Like my uh Where's your dexterity? My and dexterity, yeah. Try- my my ability to control my body is not being trained at all yeah who are you looking for because i have seen you look into those cart there they're doing the, oh. the, the classes at the gym <laughs> and right. he's just like this drives me nuts because oh. they're in there yep. dancing around I, you know what I, I, i'm you know like okay let's put it this way i i've been doing my style of martial arts and uh i watch the people at gym i'm glad people are getting out and doing stuff anything uh, any martial arts i don't care what it is yeah because i even have my uh ups and downs about some martial arts styles i'm like yeah but i i um I think people just understand, just like you said, doing, understanding what they're doing, the art or anything. That's where they just getting out there and doing something great. But I want people to understand. It's like I had a lady yesterday I was teaching. <clears throat> she goes, what happens if I'm carrying my, my, my purse and someone grabs it? I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's what you want. Yeah. And, the, and she's like, you want him to grab your purse? I'm like, yeah, he just tied up one of his limbs or she did, whatever. Mm-hmm. Now you all you got to turn around. You don't have to deal with that limb anymore because he's holding you. Then you can take him out because you're right there. He's right next to you. He's in your bubble. Then you can just – oh, I love it. Sorry. That's, <laughs> that's, I like it. Oh, that's great. It's so cool because like, that it's all part of it, right? The, that moment of thinking when that happens. Instead yeah. of just going straight to panic, if yeah. you've got a little confidence in what that's you're doing, the point. you yep. can take two <clears throat> seconds, think about, oh, hit limbs yep. tied up. I can do something here. Yep. It's cool. As long as, see, that's, so reading all the history and all that stuff, it's like – one of my biggest, like, I want people, I don't care what, like, how we do it. Like, I want to get this out to the world. Like, how do we get people to just go, I want to train for at least two years. Yeah. Two years of a little experience, that's all it takes. Me, I, I'm like, I want people to train for 25. It should be part of your life to me. Um, but if they had the confidence just to go, hey, someone grabs onto me, turn around, just smack them. Yeah. But most people freeze. And that's where the situations right. happen where I got attacked. I got well, that's no. what Conor McGregor said. He said this somewhere. The difference between really good elite fighters and, and guys that, that can't do mm-hmm. it is two seconds. That's all it it's is. It's two mm-hmm. seconds of thought that happens before all of this stuff takes place. Yep. That's the difference. Uh, yeah, you're just reacting. Right. That's, it's like if you see um, – it's like if you stand there, they're going to punch you. Right. But if you can actually just move to the side, put an arm up, hit, the, it's that fast. Well, you, so. If you know that stuff too, yep. like the angle, he can't touch me here. Uh-huh. If I take one step this way, yep. I'm safe. And knowing that is so is that, empowering. That, it's yeah. awesome. And that's it's just being light on his feet, moving around. Right. Like him, Robin, me being even fighting is fun. I'm like, you and me are fighting today. He's like, okay. And we get in there. <laughs> we have a blast. I'm like, dude, we're gonna get in there. I kick him in the gut. He's like, whoa, what the heck? I'm like, okay, now you gotta try following up. He hits me with his right arm because most people are right hand dominant, so right. it's real easy to know how to fight people. Right. Lefties, yeah, they're actually a little bit harder because you're not expecting. There's only what? It's like 20%. Or... I, no, I think it's more than that, but it's not a huge percent of lefties. Right. Uh, I think it's like, uh, what is it, 83% is right. You got 17% left. So th- not, not too many people are going to use a left arm. So you already know. You, there's, there's 50% of your fight right-handed. Right. Now you know they're going to attack more right-handed. And where's that hand at? Exactly. Is it up or is yep, it down? Exactly. Is it coming straight or is it going to come around at you? Yep. If you know that, and the defense yeah. for it is pretty well, easy for a street yep. fight. It yeah. really is. You can see it coming a mile away, especially when most people throw hook punches. Right. 
Because yeah. they all load up yep. right there, and it's coming around yeah. here, which it, leaves a big old void right up here funny. in front. I think, I think uh, Rob and me were working out one time, and then I go, watch this, dude. I'm going to throw a hook punch at your head. I'm going to hit you if you don't block it. Okay? All you got to do, I'm going to tell you exactly what you need to do. Step to the side, raise your arm up. Mm-hmm. And I throw, a full, I throw it pretty hard at your head. Yeah. And he just stepped aside, brought it up. I'm like, dude, I was coming almost full speed at you. And he's like, that was it? And I'm like, that was it. But that's so empowering. That's yep. so empowering because it takes the fear, like you, you have a thought that I could do something mm-hmm. about any situation. You carry yourself different, which also deters people from messing yep, with yep, you. Yep, like yep. it's a, your, all a trickling yeah. down. Yep. So Andy was showing houses uh, in an apartment or uh, condo complex, and there was a car that was driving around and around, and she saw him. She had Z with her, um, showing the house to her brother. And uh, this car, the gentleman in the car kept pulling around and pulling around and driving nice and slow. And Andy went to get in her car, and this guy stopped behind the car. And so Andy quick jumped in the car, locked the doors, and started backing out like she was going to run him over. And um, what would she have done? What would she have done if he had got hands upon her? And the thing is, is that most of these predators are looking for someone to not do anything, to be a victim, to surrender, just to like, oh, like freeze, 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 freeze. Yep. and give in. I want Andy, I don't want her to be able to kick my ass. I'm actually kind of afraid of that. But what I, uh, what I would like is for if that guy were to roll up on her, she would not be the victim and she would grab him by the throat or whatever, whatever came to her mind, she would have at least an idea to do something. Right. I think every person, male or female, it doesn't matter, needs to have one or two moves and that's all it would take. One or two moves to say, I'm, I'm here, let's do this because these guys are bullies. They are looking for victim mentality. Mm-hmm. And if you could just do one or two things and you're thinking about it, then you're going to be okay. Also, I think that Annie has a different presence now when she walks around yes. she's a badass like she's not afraid to sure hurts me i'm yeah. like damn stop okay hold on i yeah. love it I yeah love it. she's terrifying yeah. so i i really like when i think who should be doing karate the answer is everybody i have four daughters i wish all of my daughters were doing karate mm-hmm. i want to give them like have here's a free cl- i'm paying for you to go for a month just to Go Get see. a couple, just a couple moves. I don't want you to learn how to be a black belt. I just want you to be able to defend yourself. And because it's just so very important. Um, a year ago, I was going into my garage, and this is actually what got me started on karate. There was a guy in my wife's car. Did, what? I, did you know the story? I did not. What? <clears throat> I heard he was in your uh, garage. I didn't he was know in was my in garage. He was in the car. I thought it was my brother-in-law. So I just got back from walking my dogs. And this guy was in the car. I thought it was my brother-in-law. So I'm like, hey, good morning. And he looks up, and I'm like, that's not my brother-in-law. And the guy slams the door and goes running off down the driveway. Well, I had just come walking. I'd been walking for walking, running for about three miles. I was warmed up. And for some reason, I decided to chase this fool. And so I chased him down the driveway. We run down the street. I live in a cul-de-sac. There's only really one way to go. He's running out of the cul-de-sac. We're cutting across the lawn. And I yell, sick him, Sadie, which my Labrador. <laughs> <laughs> she was already winded, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> she, she's like, what is that word? Sick him. <laughs> is that food? <laughs> But the guy turned around enough to lose his stride, and I caught him, and I tackled him, and I we slid across the street up into the driveway, and um and it was on. Wow. It was on, and it's like you didn't tell me that whole story. Still dark know. outside. It was still dark, and so like I had this moment of like, there's not going to be a teacher come and pull us apart. There's no. not going to be no. like the coach is like, okay, that's enough, boys. No, it was like mano y mano, and we were throwing down. And I used to work in law enforcement, so I had a little bit of an advantage, and I was. I was kicking the shit out of this kid. I was having, he got me a couple of good times. Like he got a good kick in, he punched me in the face once, but for the most part, I was doing my thing, but I was winded. I'm not, I'm not the, uh, I'm not the linebacker. You're not you know, the I, cardio machine. I'm not built for distance, bro. 
um, but tackling him, and we slid across the street. He uh, jumped up. He was screaming so loud that all the neighbors came out, and I'm saying, call the police. They thought I was the aggressor. So they called the police. This guy jumps up, and he runs down to his truck. I actually have pictures. We can Maybe you can attach the pictures to this podcast, but <laughs> runs down to the – jumps in his truck. I got a picture of the back of his truck, and um, – off he went, and I went back, and because I had tackled him, everything that he had stolen out of um, Annie's car and the other cars that he had been in, his wallet, everything, it was like a... His own wallet was there. His wallet was there, so I opened it up. There's his name, Logan. No kidding. Wow. So I called the police, and they came out, and I did the thing, but I had a moment of like... And the officer said this. He's like, so tell me the story. I told him the story. He's like, I wish more people could do that. He said, but don't ever do that again. Yeah. He's like, you could have been in a lot of trouble. What if you'd had a knife or a gun or something like that? And it really occurred to me, like, I am (laughs) ill-prepared to defend myself. And so I went to the gym was where I met Dave. And I was telling you a little bit about the story. You you just tell me a little bits and pieces. That's new for all that. I didn't know that whole story. (laughs) Yeah, we went to Knuckle City. And um, anyway, I just had this moment of, like, I'm a certain age. I really need to – I really want to have that confidence. I want to be able to – know if someone was breaking into my car and I found them in my house, whatever, I could do what I needed to do in order to handle my business because it's important to me, not just to protect myself, but I have a beautiful wife and I have a beautiful family and I have beautiful things and I just want to be able to just take care of business in a way that I can effectively neutralize the threat and not get injured. Yep. And you were like, well, you should come on in. And I did and I've been going ever since. Like that was a, it was a game changer for me because I really felt like if you're not consistently improving your ability to defend yourself, you will be a victim at some point. Yeah, and and see, that's what I always tell people too. It's like if you don't keep it up, it goes away anyways too. Yeah. It, it's if you don't keep your skill going, anything you do, a foreign language or nothing, playing the piano. If you don't keep practicing, it's gone. Yeah. It'll disappear. So. Yeah. So I share that story with you because um, I think everybody is a prime demographic to be in karate or something. Yeah. Anything where you're learning how to defend yourself and learning how to like move your body and um, have that that self-control and coordination is the word I was looking for. I am uncoordinated and I have terrible balance. I didn't know that about <laughs> myself. You're very top heavy. Yeah, he, about this. he actually has tight <laughs> hips. His yeah. hips don't rotate as well. Yeah. Like, Dude, you got to loosen these hips a little bit. So I'm stretching and I'm doing these things, getting better. But I feel like um, even as I work out as much as I do, there's always an area for improvement. And this is something that I've never even considered before. Like I leave the dojo sweaty. Yeah. Yep. Which is which is cool. awesome. It is awesome. It's a way better workout than you could ever I, possibly imagine. You know what's funny? Like, okay, you see people – Treadmill and everything. I, 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 my knees are starting to get worse, so I, I do the ellipticals yeah. and bicycles now. But, yeah, I do them, but it's boring. Yeah. I get bored. I'm bored out of my mind. When I go to martial arts, I, I mean, we learn the art of martial arts. So you have you practice form, stuff like that. I go through, like, four of those. Dude, I'm dripping. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm tired already. I'm like, all right, let's do the next one. That, to me, I feel like I'm getting double the, the exercise, the cardio, then a treadmill, elliptical, bicycle. I'm like, no. Well, I'm, sure, because it's functional. Exa- yeah. And guess what? I'm using my brain, yeah. too. My brain's part of it, and I'm having fun with it. Yeah, yeah. and you also don't realize <clears throat> how hard you're working because you're, you're having a good moving time. it. And and I'm having, yeah. Not just sitting on the that's, treadmill. Yeah. That's exactly nauseum. it, too. And the treadmill, the gym, and I love the gym, don't get me wrong, but the gym doesn't teach you to spin, look, kick, yep. move. Mm-hmm. All of the things that need to happen in order to deliver a successful roundhouse kick it's not happening yet. So I'm engaging parts of my brain that have yeah. been turned off. Yeah. Or maybe never were turned off. <laughs> and so no, I'm, I'm the exact same way because that's what gets me excited because I'm like, this is fun. This right. is where I get to have fun, get a good cardio, 
because I love – if Rob knows me, I, I love working out. I just – I love going to the gym. I love – we got a little gym family. We go see each other. We're like, hey, what's up? How you doing? But then I go, go and people always ask me, you don't do cardio? I'm like, I don't have to. You're right. not here because I do it all day at work. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> so that's the best part too. So One of the other things that I find interesting about going into uh, the dojo, as we call it, and I'm going to tell you, I'm like – I'm a little skeptical about everything. I'm kind of that's if you've met me. Oh yeah. I'm a. It takes a lot to convince me. When I first went in there, I'm like, you know, I'll give this a shot. I'll, I'll, I'll be humble and go in and do it. They have classes that you can do at night. There's one-on-one classes that you can go to. Um, and I am a man of a certain age where I'm not the rookie in the room. <laughs> Hardly. What? Hardly ever. Hardly ever. <laughs> I've done this probably. If I'm here, I've probably done this. And here I am standing, and this is the way the classroom's organized. It's um, black belts, Jedi Knights, ninjas. <laughs> I love it. I love all it. at the front. Yeah. And then it kind of goes back, and it's kind of a graduated, if you can imagine a graph, it's like a graduated scale till there's like 12-year-old boys. They're all green belts and whatnot. And then there I am. <laughs> at the back. At the back. <laughs> yeah. Six foot two, eyes of blue. What am I doing? I don't know. What mouth breathing. <laughs> freaking out these little 12-year-old boys. Sweating on kids. <laughs> <laughs> Just freaking these kids oh out. Oh, my gosh. It's awesome. And I say this because um, I humbled myself because I am a believer in learning. I'm always – I always want to learn. And so I had some fun with it. And there's times at the back of the room, like Dave could see me back there, I'd just be laughing. Oh, yeah. He's like, what the hell am I doing? Yeah. I'm like, don't, dude, just, just try it. Just try it. Yeah. And I just felt ridiculous. And he's matching me up. Like I went from a white belt to a yellow belt, and I qualified that uh, weekend with a girl named Lily. <laughs> she, she was 13. White, yeah, she, 13. Yeah, she was 13. And there, by the end of the uh, – you have to do the moves, and you have to do the thing, and then you have to do this. And, you know, I'm like, you got this Lily like you can you know you got this and then at the end she's like you got this Robin her parents were there her mom and dad are there sitting over on the side and I'm just like I'm my peer this 13 year old girl is like you got this Rob you can handle it you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and the parents are looking at one another I'm pretty sure I'm older than both mom and dad <laughs> And um and I could take him. I could beat their asses. I could handle him. But <laughs> Lily, was, was hilarious. I love it. It was it was humiliating. It was humiliating to me, and good for me. Yeah. At the same time, you know what I mean. Like oh, yeah. I was really, like at the end of the, I was really very proud of myself and Lily. We both got our yellow belts and we moved on. And I'm this year. I have a goal to get my orange belt. Like I I don't have to ever be a black belt. And it's not really my about, journey it's about, my, not about the belts really that's just goal setting it's about goal setting and a lot of times when we go in there you're not teaching me a form again or this or that again you're like here's a practical application if someone grabs you from mm-hmm. behind right this is what happens if you get in a in someone locks you yep. up your headlock or someone throws that roundhouse punch and it's like i can actually i've had this happen to me before and i had no options you know what i mean right right and so it's it's good to be humble and go in and learn something new, I guess is where I'm headed with this. And always be, I, and I'm learning this as I've grown older, always be an active learner. Like, give it to me. I, I don't know. I'm glad I don't know. I'm glad to be around a pro like you. And this is where I'm headed with this whole thing. Um, David, Master Garvey, I should say, does a great job at not making you feel dumb. My kicks are shitty. <laughs> They're terrible. It's embarrassing. Um, I go with Annie. We, go, we do karate together. But th- um, before I talk about that, um, Master Garvey is really good at being like, okay, now let's try this or let's try that or let's try this technique or, or do it this way. And he, he does it in such a way that is um, you're just a great teacher. You're really – it's like 
you're great at the art, but your skill is communicating clearly on how to make the move more smoothly. And, and what if this were to happen, Rob, and you like get my mind involved where it's not just like do this again and again and again, and then you're done. It's actually practical applications yeah. on skills. And I, I love that. Well, and I would imagine you have a lot of fun, like Rob. Yeah, Rob is not going to roundhouse kick anybody to the head. It's just that's not going to be a tool <laughs> that, in his arsenal. But finding that mix of tools that does work for somebody. And I would imagine you have a lot of fun with that. Oh, see, this is why I love. Uh, it's like, I've, see, like I said, I've, I've been doing it long enough. I got so many masters I've learned from. It's been amazing. Like this one master goes, I can't, I can't roundhouse kick you in the head, but I'll blow your knee out when your head comes down to my level. Then I'll kick <laughs> you in the head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's a good point. That works. Yeah. I'm like, that works. That's awesome. <laughs> so it was really neat to, really neat to uh, hear that because I was like, dang, because even my kicks, I used to kick people in the head. Now they're getting lower and lower. I'm like, dang it. <laughs> My body's starting to get more stiff. I'm still, I'm still keeping the flexibility up. That's one thing I love too, is keeping that flexibility. Yeah. But yeah, but it's it's fun to learn how to adapt. Like, like uh, Rob was saying, one thing I love um, that's that's a neat to me is I do a lot of one on ones. That's I specialize in that more. Like you say, went to a group class. He had a blast. He loved it. And but sometimes you get lost as a number. Mm-hmm. I don't like people feeling like they're lost as a number. I want to go, Rob. You and me right now. We're working out. That's what I specialize in because I want to cater to him going, this is what I need you to learn, and this is how we're going to do it. Sure. And he learns more, and he's like, no, that's what I want. Yeah, this, I'm working with you, Rob. This is you and me time. And I want him to understand what he's doing. I don't want to sit there. Some people, I, 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 we do this and that, and they love it. But I want to cater. I cater my stuff to people. That's awesome. Because I can do. that's why I do the one-on-one with people. The other part about the one-on-one that I really appreciate is I can be like, how come? Why? Yeah. I can't, I'm not very good at like getting the information and, and just assimilating it. I've got to be like, now why? Why would you do mm-hmm. that? It seems, that doesn't make sense because it seems like this is makes you, and he'll be like, oh, great question. And we can go into it. I need to have. I love questions. And then I do you love, do that? And this yeah. is why. Yeah. It's funny. Oh, Allison, I'll be doing that. I'll go, watch this. Do this three times, five times, whatever he does, it does. He's like, I could see he's like, what the hell am I doing? Right. And also I go, okay, now watch this. We put it into a technique. He's like, "Holy shit, that there was it is. awesome!" There it is. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was what we're doing. He's like, "Okay, now I can. That makes sense." And, sure. And he's because I'll punch it at him. I I want. Hey, let's practice. You got to do it on me. Do it now. And he's like, "Holy shit, this works. That's awesome." That, that's I wanted to see it, and that's I think that's like why, why I fell in love with the art because I I'm a physical person. Like I need to understand how all of it works too. I used to ask my masters, what, "What's this?" And they're like, "Watch, boom, boom." I'm like. Oh boy, yeah. I didn't know. Sh- I don't know anything about the martial right. arts. And then all of a sudden, guess what? I'm humbled again. I'm like, I got so much more to learn. Thank you. Hmm. I'm happy again. It's like, I love being humbled. I, and that's why, I like Rob, it's like I love um, learning from or being broken down. Where it's like, okay, you you knew it, but you don't know it. Right. I'm like, thank you. That makes me love it more. So. Re- I think that's humbling in life, and I love that about martial arts because it will humble you. Oh, absolutely. For yeah. sure. Absolutely. Yeah. There's always somebody out there that's bigger yeah, and stronger. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I love, too. <laughs> the other part of it is, is Annie and I have been talking about taking dance classes together or uh, something. 
something together. We want to do something together that we both enjoy. That's a little bit physical challenging, you know, or, or whatever. Um, and so we are doing this karate. We go on Thursday mornings at nine 30 and we have an hour of karate together and she's doing the thing and we laugh our asses off. We have a blast. And, and then, but then sometimes she gets really serious and she, you know, she's got this, she's spins on the week, Rob. Yeah. yeah she's, she's super cute and darling, to... but then she's like a little Wolverine all of a sudden. <laughs> and you're just like, Whoa, that's where, I, that's where I'm like, shit kick ass. I'm not she really would. I'm like, I'm not worried about her. But she, then I, also, she won't let me like coast. She won't let me like that. Wasn't good. God, well, that kick was again. Nope, do it again. She'll do it again. No, she, she she really yeah. She pushes me, and so it's something that we're doing together that is building our relationship and healthy for us. And I think it's making her more confident because I'm a I'm a big person, and she's throwing me around. If she can throw this around, like she's all right. She's yeah. gonna be okay. Oh yeah. And so it's an amazing thing. So I want to encourage, like, if you're thinking about looking for something to do as a couple, consider this. Um, if you have kids, consider this. The other thing I want to put out there is if you're looking for the physical activity, if you're looking for some exercise rather than take a yoga class or maybe take a uh, dance jazzercise class, consider this. There's a lot of applications that when I first got into karate, I never considered because it was just like, I just want to be able to defend myself. Yeah. And it's, it's endless, the opportunities to, to get in there. Now, oh, I agree with that entirely. Uh, I wanted to talk about, uh, Dave, as you are your, your, your dojo family. I'm going to call it that because I've been yep. in there where they're doing the classes. And, man, everybody knows everybody. Everybody's mm -hmm. kind of like working together. He's got um, a veteran in there that has severe PTSD. And he, he started just before I did. And now he's like a... He's, I don't know what belt he is, but he's making tremendous progress. Yep. This is, and I've asked him, I've just been like, bro, like, what are you doing here? He's like, I'm in as often as possible. This is my, this is my place. This is where I come to work things out. Um, the, the mental part of karate is so significant. It's more than a physical exercise. There's something about creating a strong mindset in karate that is all in, it's the subtitle of every move. Um, why do, uh, or tell me, Dave, when you're, when you're, you're building these people like what are some of your cl customers clients um, pupils like what are some of the examples you've seen of the stronger mindset um, okay so the stronger mindset of the, some of these people like here um, I, I had a uh, I've, I've watched kids grow like I had this one kid um, he was getting he was trained with me for a couple I, I students have been with me for 10 15 years or more so this kid was with me for about 10 years and and uh, it took him a long time. He was very shy. Uh, um, it, he, he let people push him around. Kids push him around. And it was, I kid you not, when I see someone all of a sudden just go, no, I'm, I'm through. You're not doing that anymore. And just stand up. And I see that confidence just change. That's what the whole thing of martial arts to me is like, that's it. He didn't have to fight. He wasn't fighting. He just looked at this kid and goes, no more. And he came in and told me that story. I'm just like, oh, my gosh, that, that, that's the world to me right there. Why I do my job? I've had people come back after years of training. Thank you. You changed my life. And I'm like, that blows my mind. Like, that's, that's the whole point I do it for you because you're like, you've been changing. I'm changing people, and I want to help people. It's not about like, oh, I'm just going to, I'm here to, you know, make a quick buck. No, I'm, I'm, I want to change people's lives. I want people to understand what they are doing and believe in themselves and that's when i see that from start to middle to end that means the world to me <laughs> and that's where that i mean that's where i can get emotion because i love just when i i know i've changed someone's life 
powerful. Thank, thank you for everything you've done. And uh, to be honest, what really is awesome, and if they have to use it. I had a student that actually used martial arts. Like I've had a few of them where they've used it. One of my students knocked a guy right out. Guy came up to push him. He hit him in the side of the head, and he was out. Fight was over already. No kidding. I had another student, and he had to kick someone right in the gut. You know, I've had it happen, and when you hear that, you're like, that's what I want. You know, that I want to just – it's not about fighting, winning, or not. It's just believing in yourself. That's what I like about the martial arts, and that's what makes me excited. Hmm. So. What story in particular I, I want to reflect on is uh, there's a gentleman, or a young man, I should say, in the dojo that um, was riding his uh, one-wheel – skateboard you know those, <laughs> those ones and he fell and he had a significant brain injury like you're done buddy oh wow and they had to like he has a scar on the side of his head that goes clear up and around like it's it's significant it's not like a little micro incision this they like had to they had to get in there into his skull oh, drain, drain his brain drain. he had to keep his blood drained out of his brain oh no and um, this kid had been, uh, and, and jump in here, David, and yeah. tell the story, but he had been a, a student for a while. Finish that story, would you? So this kid, uh, I, I, I love when I start kids at like a young age. He started, um, I'm, I'm guessing a little bit, four-ish. Oh, wow. He's now 17, and maybe he's 15. I'm not sure on the birthday. A little off on that. <laughs> but um, he is such one of my diehard students, and I love it because he's been injured. Kid you not, I think he actually knows, like, he understands his body. Where the doctor said, this injury is a eight-month, nine-month heal, healing process. And I kid you not, this kid walked back in a month and a half, two months later. I'm ready, we're ready to go. The doctors approved me. Whoa. I'm like, how did how? And he goes, no, I just, I, he goes, I'm just focused. I want to get back in here. So I, I think he actually helped his body heal. He, like, knows, he calmed it. He just relaxed. He, he focuses on certain things. This kid's been through a lot. This kid has actually a, a funny story that the kid he's telling me about. His name's Mason, and uh, he actually uh, just saved his life. And I was like, holy, really? And uh, he almost got his pinky cut off. Um, uh, kid you not, this happened two months ago, somewhere around there. And this kid's been through a lot. I'm like, dude, you broke his leg, head concussion. And this kid actually picked up a knife and came at him. Yeah, he blocked it. It was going to open his stomach. The knife would open. It was like this big of a knife. This oh. big, yeah. The knife came at him, and he blocked it and almost cut his pinky right off. The bone stopped the knife from going into his gut. Holy yeah. crap. So I'm like, dude. I mean, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like there, it was like, I'm going to kill you kind of, but they, I don't know what the kid was thinking with the knife. I don't know. But this kid, I'm like, right there, right there. That's why I do what I do. Yeah. Because he just saved his life. Yeah, his pinky was almost gone, but... It's better than his yeah, life. Yeah, it's better than his belly being right. open. He almost got his belly open. But the knife, he blocked it. And I'm like, that's what I do for. That's wow. my whole life right there. And I think, um, I think that physical conditioning, exercising, discipline, uh, when you do get an injury, when something does happen that you are, uh, you are injured, you can recover better. You, you're in a place... That if you weren't doing something, if you were just playing a Nintendo all day or whatever yeah. the kids are playing <laughs> these days, you're you're going to stay sick longer. You're going to be injured longer. And the, his recovery time on and I've heard these injuries coming and going. This kid's recovery time is ridiculous. And I and you know he might be a genetic mutant. Who knows? <laughs> it could be. It could be. He's, <laughs> but he's, it, it, I, I think it's part of martial arts related. I really do think it helps his body faster. Oh, I believe that. Yeah. So. 
So there's the other the, the other point that I wanted to make is your ability to heal is based upon your your current health. If a doctor comes at you and says you have this injury, you have this sickness, well, if you're on the verge of sickness all the time, your ability to recover is limited. I, um, Alec, you're a great example with your your leg injury. Like you were exercising before, you continue to exercise, and your recovery rate is. It's kind of miraculous, and I believe karate could be a part of that, or whatever it is you choose, as long as you choose it and stick with it. It doesn't matter. Just keep on yep. learning the discipline, sticking with it, because your body is an amazing tool, and a lot of times doctors will tell you this is the thing, but if you have this discipline and you're already in good condition, uh, okay, thanks, doc. Appreciate your opinion, but now I'm going to get back to doing my See, thing. See, I agree with you, because doctors, they, they're doing, they say certain things just to protect themselves. They have to. They, that's all they're doing. They're yeah. protecting themselves. Um, and David, let's say um, we've talked about the, uh, the physical, the, the exercise aspect of it, the discipline and coordination part of it. We've talked about the spiritual part of it. We've talked about your gift to be able to communicate it clearly. We've talked about a lot of things about your art that I think are fundamental in understanding what karate is about. I, I didn't know this, but I just wanted to share. Did you know there's a difference between kung fu and karate? Yes, I did. Not very, can you tell us quickly what the difference oh. is? So, okay, let, let, here, I'll, I'll, I'll be uh, some fun. Um, we have jiu-jitsu, we have a taekwondo, we have aikido, we have kempo, we have karate, we, we have kung fu. Um, there's so many different styles out there um, that people, have, masters have started. And over the years, it's, it's um, where you, if you want to do like the breakdown, it's you, basically it all originates really from one place. Uh, if you really go back, Sort of the birthplace of martial arts is Shaolin Kempo. Okay, Shaolin of China, the Shaolin monks. Because these guys have been doing it for thousands of years. The, this is not anything really new for them. They, they've been doing it. So if you really just go back, yes, yeah, this master broke off and started this system. This master broke off and started this system. Um, like the difference between it's like, what do you want? You got Japanese style, which is more karate. Then you got the Kung Fu style, which is more Chinese. What it is is, what one person wanted to focus in on. Hey, I like kicking. That's where Taekwondo came from. They like kicks. They do all the flip kicks. They do these cool fancy kicks. Awesome. Aikido, joint manipulation. Judo, hip throws. Okay, so then, you, you know, go down to Jitsu's ground fighting. They want to know. It's just what a master likes more to me. What I like, too, is I, I do it all. I like to. I'm like, uh-uh. I want to know everything about everything. So I love joint manipulations. I love throwing people. I love ground fighting. I like it all. Well, the UFC has really done – because before, <coughs> like you are saying, all these branches uh -huh. kind of went out, and the UFC is really kind of like, well, okay, yeah, let's, let's sort through yeah. which one yeah, is yeah, actually exactly. worth it yeah. here. Yeah. So. Which, Those uh, early fights, you're like, this guy is a jiu-jitsu guy. But yeah. he only Total, did jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Yeah. And then this guy's a karate yeah. guy, and they're dressed differently yeah. in the ring. You remember those days? Of the oh, they had the full uniforms. Yeah. yeah. They, and you see, like, these different styles coming together, and – in this instance, this guy won. But in this instance, this guy was kind of like leading the way. And there wasn't a clear better versus better. There was just this is my. Well, it, it's so that, that whole yeah. story is so fascinating because like jujitsu kind of had a bad rap at the beginning. Yeah. And then the, it, it the, took so Chuck long. Norris mm -hmm. went down there and he was like, got his ass kicked a few times yep. by some 14 year old kids. He's like. I think I need to bring this yep. back. Mm -hmm. And then we get to the UFC. All it, of a sudden, everybody's hands, hands, hands. And then the guy, is it Hoist Gracie that was Hoist the, Gracie, that's where Brazilian the, Jiu-Jitsu. And yeah. then all of a sudden, this little 180-pound yep. guy is taking on, the, yeah. ripping him off apart. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it was like, oh, wait a minute. Yep. That's, that's, and now Jiu-Jitsu is a staple point. You have, yep. 
You, you shouldn't. Ninety-six percent of all fights go to the ground. Right. Ninety-six. And so. I think that uh, karate is kind of interesting because the story. And this is my observation as an outsider, right? Karate gets a bad rap because, in my mind, karate has two kind of segments to it. We have kids karate. That's not about fighting. We talked about this earlier. Yep, yep. That's discipline. That's learning your body and whatnot. Karate as an actual fighting discipline is completely different. So karate got kind of a bad rap. Oh, yeah. Oh, that doesn't work in, in fighting. Yep. And then this guy named Wonder Boy Thompson came along and said, oh, no, really, it does. Yeah, and proved that it works. Proved. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, why is he – because you see karate elements coming out. Connor used to. He doesn't quite so much anymore. He was full – Karate stance. That's where he yeah, started yep, the from. Wide stance. Yep. What makes Wonder Boy so special that he can? Because he's basically all karate. I, I, I hear. I don't think it's just make him wonderful. There's a mindset. I think people have a mindset. Like he went in there going, "I know martial arts. I know karate," um, but he also wasn't afraid. Yeah. He goes, "I'm gonna go for it." That's a lot of people. It's like, I don't. I, I, I train. I've been trained people. Even me. I've been trained forever. But what still people get in their heads is something comes at them. What's our normal human nature to do? Run away. Duck and run. Duck and run or hide behind yeah. your own arms. What we're trying to train people to do, karate, whatever, is someone throws a punch. I'm going for you. Step it in. You don't back up. You go straight in. But you got to keep your eyes up too. And the difference, I think, between someone is, yeah, belief. Yo, he, I guarantee he believes in himself more. But at the exact same time, he, he, he was going in there going, I'm going to get hit. I'm going to take some beating. But he wasn't afraid. A lot of people are afraid. Like, I, I have students. The, the, the neatest thing I've learned about martial arts is, yeah, we teach. Um, let's say uh, teach martial arts, but let, let, let me go uh, vary from that. Um, it's like shooting a gun. You know how people are like, I'm going to get a gun to protect myself. Okay, okay, let me ask you a real question. Have you shot a gun? Yeah, I've shot a few times. Could you shoot somebody? Uh, well, martial arts is sort of the same thing where, yeah, I've taught you to punch in the air. I taught you to punch a bag. But can you really punch somebody? Can you really actually do like if you had to? I asked this one lady one time. I, I was doing a woman's self defense class, and um, it's it's knowing that you can do it. Like I I was I was I was teaching fourteen year old girls and you know so a young woman's class, and I don't I don't like to use the word word, but it's like we know there's people out there. It, it's like weapons of a rapist came right total predator okay? yeah total predator, and. Uh, and that's, that's what his intention was. Okay. Um, could you, if they're right there, could you put your thumb in their eye and rip it out? And they're like, oh, that's gross. That's disgusting. I'm like, could you? No, I couldn't. That's the mindset I'm trying to get to. Going back to everything we just talked about is could you really do it? Okay. Because some people are like, oh, I could never reach in and grab that. that uh-uh. I'm like, well, then they're going to do other things then too. Because can you really hit somebody? Can you really... I gouge somebody because I'm going to tell you right now, I can. Yeah. That one, there's no hesitation. I'd be like, I'll rip your eye out. Yep, I'm, that's not a problem for me. That so. is, that's a really good point. The game changes a little bit when it's real. It's yeah. one thing to go through these, yeah. but there's another rule set that we don't practice these in the, mm-hmm. in, in the dojo, yep. Yep. right? But like Annie, for an example, having the confidence, you hit him in the yeah. junk as yeah. hard as you possibly can. Technique doesn't matter. <laughs> yep. Whatever you can get there. Yep. Knock it out. Yeah, but the thing is, fight. Right. It's, it's weird to say. Like, I've read articles about all the, the predators kind of stuff happening, and uh, I remember this one article. Uh, it, the guy goes, the, the, the predator goes, I li- they freeze. 
that's what I want. Yep. Now I don't have to worry about anything. He's in prison. He's, there's nothing you can do. But that's what he, he, he spoke out, going, that's what I look for. But when you get a, a person that fights, it doesn't matter if they're just playing around doing nothing. If they fight, throwing arm punches, throwing kicks or punches, they just won't let it stop. They keep fighting. The predator goes, oh, crap, I don't want this. I'm out of here. One. I'm out of yeah. here because guess what? Nowadays, DNA. Right. That's easy to get now. You, oh, one scratch. You've got a person's DNA now. Okay? You've got spit, saliva, hair, DNA. It, it's so easy to catch a person nowadays. P- predators are like, well, if I can't get what I want, I want it, I'm out of here as fast as possible. Well, and most predators are they're weak men. They're no, doing yeah. this for, for power. For power. Yep. And it, it's not the guys that you really have to worry about, mm-hmm. and you're exactly right. You show some sort of fight that I'm not yep. taking this, they're not going to – they're they going to turn want, right yeah. around. They, they're like, okay, let's go for some other prey. Right. Yep, that's they're what, trying to find the weak. That's what they're mm-hmm. doing. That's why the person is circling around five or six times around the parking lot yep. trying to figure we'll out how that, weak yep. you actually mm-hmm. – are you paying attention? Do you get scared? Right. Or, yeah. Or what's going looking on? Looking at your phone. That's what people do. Let's look at our phone. I'm like, dude, get off your phone. Get, get off your off. phone and put your eyes up. <laughs> yep. There's, a, there's study after study. Just walking down the street, if you make eye contact. Oh, with the, twice. It, yes. it yeah. almost Huge. stops the, the threat because they think you're paying attention to them. Yep. Now I know your face, yep. what it looks like. Eye contact, like you said, if being the calm enough to look in someone's eyes. People can't. How many people don't do that nowadays? Scares Everyone. A lot of people. Oh, my gosh. They can't, oh, hey, how you doing? Yeah. yeah. If you yeah. want to have uh, you want to have a good time, go to the grocery store, smile, and look at people, say hello. Yeah. Freaks, oh, I do that all the time. Right yeah. Whoa, hey, how you doing? How you doing? Yeah. They're like they're, people are caught off guard that you say hi. Yeah. So, um, I was just a quick side note. I went to school in Wisconsin, and that it's old school up there. If you're going, if you're walking down the street two blocks, you're going to make two stops and have two 20 minute conversations <laughs> yeah. to get there, and it how, throws how you, you off. How you doing today? Yeah. How's it going? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> We're going out on the boat today, you know. <laughs> The boot, the boot. The boot. We have to sit there at the gym and go, okay, all right, let's go kick some booty because otherwise we all just talk. (laughs) And we're like, okay, we need to work out. That's awesome. Well, Master Garvey, I sure appreciate you sharing your story, the discipline, the the why, the drive of the whole thing. If you were to um, be able to look back at the young Master Garvey, that, that boy that just overcame his fear, what advice would you give that young man? I wish I started earlier. No, when I ate, yeah. I wish I started at five. My, um, I got an instructor with me, uh, Colin. He started at three, and he's flourishing. I'm just like, dang, dude, you got this going. I really like it. That kid's going places. Uh, he's tall. He's good looking. Yep. He's got the confidence. He's got a full head of hair. I hate him. <laughs> you know, and uh, here, here, he's it, amazing. It's always the hair for you, isn't it's it? Hair. You know, you know what? Uh, you're, you're, to give any advice, and you know, for any anybody to help out, uh, like we talked about open-minded yeah like i i'm gonna be honest i i i I have a great crew that works with me um i got a lady uh you know i got colin i got a lady jesse and these instructors are just been amazing with me because they 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 they're there to help me and they put up a lot of my shit too so (laughs) and i'm gonna be these guys have always they've been my back and you know it's like you know be open-minded like my wife she helped me out a lot too. Um, she's been an amazing uh, lady for me, and uh, my she's like my backbone, and I love it because I had opened my mind. And like we were talking, robbing me, you know, I had to humble myself in certain ways too. And this crew that I have, they put me back in my spot, and I'm like, thank you guys. I, I need that once in a while. They're like, stop being a pighead. You don't know everything. I'm like, I need that. Thank you. My wife, 
she's she's just the same way she's like you you need to be you know you you need to take advice too you need to stop being a stubborn ass and i'm like that's what i need so out of anything what i wish i you know open is just i'm open-minded about learning with people and i wish i wasn't so stubborn back in the day (laughs) so smart yeah i I knew everything yeah (laughs) you know you said something though that that we didn't quite touch on yet it's very important uh if you want to go and make friends the the martial arts community is one of the most welcoming open-armed communities that you will ever find it it really is something special and you do make lifelong friends doing it yeah weird there's no judgment either like i'm wearing a white belt and this little girl is wearing a black belt and she's just like hey rob Come on, let's work out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. It, it's the, 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 there's a very significant lack of ego in the you, martial you arts. You all actually become, it's like, like we say, gym friends, karate friends. Right. I mean, I really, it's like a little bit of a family there too. Because we all just have fun together. They, they let me yell at them. That's fun. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, watch this technique. I punch them a little bit. They get to punch me a little bit. Uh, to be honest, one of the best stress reliefs ever too. I, I, I'm weird. I like to be beat a little bit. It's yeah. a cool feeling to know that you can get hit in the yep. face and it's going to be okay. Yeah, you're You're right. not made of glass. Yeah. When, someone, when someone hits me, I'm like, okay, I'm happy. His <laughs> karate classes, he draws on the board. This is what you're going to do. And there's like these 13-year-old boys who are like, nice drawing there, Master Garby. Like they're talking some trash. Oh, yeah, they're, they're trash. <laughs> and I'm just like, this is, this is awesome. This is yeah. really cool. It's like reminds me of like those youth groups I was a part of that really helped me form the man I, I've become. It's amazing. One of the things that I um, kind of want to end on yeah, go ahead. Um, is that uh, as I wait to do my karate class, I sit there and uh, there's a gal that's before me and there's always someone that's getting dressed to leave. And I was sitting there and there was a gentleman that he's 80. Who cares? <laughs> he's older. <laughs> 80. He's older. Yep. <laughs> and, um, and I said, are you here picking someone up? He's like, no, I'm a student here. He said, I had to take some time off because I had an open heart surgery and the thing and the deal. And I'm sitting next to this guy and I'm thinking, what are you doing? You know me, I'm always curious, like, what is going on? And tell me about that. And he's like, well, you know, I waited until I was in my 50s to get started doing karate. He's like, I wish I would have started sooner. My flexibility, my coordination. He says, men my age are dying because they're sitting there mm-hmm. and they're wasting away. And this guy's 80 years old and he's showing up. And I, don't, I didn't see him do karate. I didn't see what he was doing, but he was there. Right. Um, the common message that I get throughout and over and over again is don't wait. Do it today. Don't make an excuse. Sign up for something. If it's not karate, then something. Sign up to defend yourself. Create that flexibility. Create the strength and confidence that you deserve. Don't wait. You deserve to feel good and have confidence mm-hmm. in your, your body and your presence. I want to put this message out there that if you're interested in learning about more about karate, kempo, any of the things, that Master Garby is a great teacher. And he is an example to me in the community, in his uh, being a father, as a husband, in all these different areas that I admire him so very much. And so I recommend him at the highest level to everyone that's watching uh, the American Masterminds. But my sphere of influence, my friends and family, I highly recommend Master Garvey as an example in more than just how to defend yourself. Um, I'm grateful that you were able to come on our podcast I'm today. I'm glad you guys came in on a 
weekend for me. Appreciate you on that, <laughs> Absolutely. Too. Worth it. <laughs> worth it. Uh, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please leave a comment. We'd love to, to read your comment here on the air and, and send you props and the love your way. If you have suggestions or someone that you think would be a good fit for the podcast, um, let us know. Be sure that you are liking and sharing. Every one of these podcasts is a, a work of love as we learn and grow, create stronger mindsets, create stronger bodies, friendships, and business, all the things in life that really matter. Thank you for tuning in to the American Masterminds. Hope you have a great weekend. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you.